The content of this podcast should not be considered financial or investment advice. All interviews and discussions are opinions only, and the podcast has been created without taking into consideration the listener's financial objectives, financial situation, or needs. Listeners should obtain independent advice before making any financial decisions. Hi, this is Barry Fitzgerald, Garen Perro columnist for Stockhead. Welcome to another edition of the Explorers podcast. Now, we've got an unusual one today, an explorer that is effectively in play after it appointed an investment bank to, quote, assess various pathways to unlock value from the company's projects, including alternative ownership options for the company, unquote. We're talking about magnetic resources. It trades under the code MAU or Mike Alpha Uniform and last traded at $1.43 for a market cap of about $320 million. Now, the market cap gives you a clue that Magnetic is onto something special with its hunt for big-time gold deposits in the prolific Leonora Laverton region of WA with a particular focus on its Hawk's Nest 9 and Lady Julie prospects. The prospects are nearby to each other and just as importantly, they sit somewhere between 10 and 35 kilometres from big gold mining operations owned by others, all of which could benefit from wrapping the Magnetic prospects into their ore supply chain. Now we've got Magnetics founder and managing director George Sakalides with us today to fill us in on what's happening, both with the drill bit and the strategic review by the investment bank mentioned earlier. So, g'day George, welcome to the podcast. Hi Barry, good good to be back. Now George, uh, you're obviously well known in mining circles, but for those that uh, haven't followed your career, it'd be great if you could give us a bit of a snapshot of your professional career. Particularly, I guess, the clue in the company's name about your geophys- geophysical strengths as an explorer. I've been running listed companies since 2000 and I've been involved with five different floats. Most of those have had geophysics as a background and, and try, um, locating deposits. And um, one of those companies got taken over after we found deposits using ground magnetics. And um, current company, uh, Magnetic Resources, uh, uses geophysics. It's used ground magnetics and also seismic. We use a combination of different geophysical and geochemical and geological techniques, but in combination, it usually helps you find and locate deposits. Yes, I've been company director for a company called Magnetic Minerals, Image Resources, Emian Nickel, Meteoric Resources, and um, one other one, Hot Ash West. Trying to remember all your children. Just on that geophysical sort of aspect to the company, do you think that gives you some sort of an advantage or has given you an advantage over time? I think it's a combination because there's a lot of di- different information and, and you're being able to um, assess and go go to the grassroots of what it all means. If you don't um, use all the methods, then you, you're missing out. Using the geophysics as well as using the, the rest makes makes a difference, I think. And obviously it's not something available to all junior companies out there or stuff they have to buy in, but whereas you guys are pretty much in-house strength in the geophysical aspect of exploration yeah i do most of it myself so it, i guess the experience factor is is what you, you need to be able to do it before talking about the strategic review it'd be worthwhile to get a, a feel for just what you've got at hawks nest nine and lady julie okay well at hawks nest nine we basically uh, found it a few years ago and we've been drilling it furiously and we've drilled a total of 1100 drill holes for about seventy thousand meters and at lady julie we've drilled around 500 drill holes for 40,000 metres. So 
there's about 110,000 metres of drilling, so some serious drilling, and that's because we've located a lot of gold mineralisation. The average depth of all these drill holes is still is about 69 metres, so it's still very shallow. So it just tells you that what we've found sits on surface or close to surface, and in most cases dips uh, between 20 and 40 degrees to the east. So they're shallow deposits. They actually come to surface. There isn't much strip, and they become very attractive if you've got thick intersections with good grade. So the cost of extracting these would be minimal. If you could put them into a, a regional context for us, I'm thinking of the their proximity to, you know, the hungry treatment plants of others owned in the area, uh, people like uh, companies like Foundation and South Africa's Goldfields. Yeah, Hawkshead's Nine is about three kilometres to the southwest of the Lady Julie deposit, so they're, they're very close. About 10 kilometres to the southwest is uh, Dacian's Jupiter Mine and Processing Plant. To the south of us is a Wallaby Mine owned by Goldfields, who have the, um, the old Granny Smith Processing Plant. And that's 15 kilometres to the southeast. And about 35 kilometres to the south is um, Sunrise Dam, owned by Anglo Ashanti. And um, that's where they have a large operation, including the processing plant. All right. So, those ones you've just rattled off there, they're probably what, 20 million ounces uh, production uh, or posit size all up? The recent figures suggest that Anglo Ashanti have 17, 16 million ounces and Wallaby is um, 7 million ounces. And I think Dacian's total would be including Mount Morgan's, would be over three. So I guess the, the amount of ounces in, in these areas is, is, is huge. Uh, if you include Leonora, there's 40 million ounces in the Le- leonora Laverton region, and it's second to Kalgoorlie, but there's a lot of ounces in, in this region. Tell me a bit about the style of the deposits. Is it fair to be comparing them to some of those uh, big nearby deposits? Look, I think the comparisons are worth, are worth doing. Um, that's part of what we all do. And I think what, what we've found... It's a number of stacked deposits where the porphyries uh, which are carrying the mineral are stacked downwards, sometimes almost horizontal, and we see those in the mines next door. We also see some intrusions from depth. Some of them are quite quite thick or thickened, and that, that gives you the confidence that there's a, um, a source to these at depth, um, which, which could be um, a bit like Sunrise Dam. Sunrise Dam is probably more similar to what we have. We don't have one intrusion that carries all the, all the gold. Uh, we have a stacked situation, but but there isn't a singular intrusion. At Sunrise Dam, they have their varying rock types, a bit like what we, we do. Their intrusions buried way beneath their open cut. So I think we're, we're, we're quite similar. Obviously, we'd like to find um, 16 million ounces, but at the end of the day, we haven't, we haven't really tapped the deeper the deeper um, situations like the bigger companies have. Uh, well, you mentioned, I think the average drilling was, what, 69 metres depth. So. so are you drilling at the moment? Yes, we've got a um, 5,000 metre program that should be finished within a week and that drill rig um, leaves Lady Julie and goes to um, Homeward Bound South, which is a project near Leonora, which is looking quite interesting as well. Okay, so another unfolding uh, deposit. So the focus at uh, Lady Julie, that's uh, on deeper drilling this time around? Yeah, we did um, deeper drilling. Um, I think the average depth was um, over 100 metres. The deepest hole, there's about three holes around 200 metres. There's one hole that's 360 metres, which is the deepest hole we've ever done. Um, Yeah, so we're trying to understand the geometries beneath, but at the same time we're trying to infill drill so we can turn it into an indicated resource. Tell me, George, how should 
investors think about valuing the company. Uh, the market cap is, you know, obviously none too shabby at $320 million. But the launch of uh, this strategic review suggests you think there's upside not yet recognised in the market cap. Look, I think the, the demand demand for gold from, from producers is, the, you know, the, probably the biggest we've seen. There's a lot of M&A takeovers that we've seen in the past few years and, and it's still ongoing. Um, our situation is similar. We, we don't think it's clever to build a, spend $200 million to build a plant when there's three plants next door. There's interest um, from other companies in the region as well. I mean, our, our game is to maximise what we have and certainly if it starts from surface, Good, good metallurgy, which these things do, do have. Um, we know the demand from our neighbours is there because they've been mining for such a long time, and they, you know, they they've run out of um, surface material. So it becomes increasingly difficult um, to maintain the operation when you're mining underground. You need to supplement the feed and, or blend to keep the to keep it going. So we know there's demand for um, blending stock. There's there's demand for, I guess, um, material to Add mine life and material to um, add add to the situation so they can um, maintain the operation each month fully. So there's a variety of reasons why what we have is important, but but generally it's these companies have been there for a while, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, and they need more more material. Yeah, yeah, lots of M and A in the last eighteen months in that space uh, where you've got established producers exactly snapping up. Uh, companies that have uh, built up uh, resource positions or have nearby uh, deposits. Okay, now let's look about at the appointment of uh, the investment bank Jefferies to conduct the strategic review. It was announced on January 17. Will it be open-ended or have you got some report back deadlines to either go with the offers on the, that might land on the table or continue on as a standalone company? For there will be, will be a time frame. At the same time, there are big big bank. Um, I think they're in the top 10 global investment banks. They've got a big experience base and they're pretty keen on getting involved with us after there was a bit of a um, technical review. And they, they, they do know all the players, pretty satisfied that if there's some people interested, they'll, you know, they'll find them. At the same time, you know, they've got a great head start because we know our neighbours are pretty keen as well. And in the meantime, you uh, continue drilling anyway, adding to the story. We add to the story and the depth extent because the, the, the real upside comes from the depth extent and we've seen that in, in all the, the big producers that um, there's a lot of work that goes into evaluating the, the near, near mine environment but down at depth, you know, these companies have been drilling between zero and a 1,000 metres, you know, and that, that's how they find all the additional resources. Um, in our case, you know, I think the situation is sort of untapped at depth and that's the, the big upside and, and we recognise that as well. So in the near future, after we get these drilling results back, we'd probably start putting some deeper holes down as well. It's a bit unusual, a strategic review underway without a resource estimate being released. But So what's that telling us? Do the, do the results speak for themselves? Well, if you've got, if you've got um, a deposit which is two and a half kilometres long and starts from surface, uh, with intersections between five and eighty meters, that's eight and nine. In the Lady Julia, it's, it's about three hundred, but it's about two hundred meters wide. And you're getting, you know, between twenty and fifty meter intersections, some from surface. So and and excellent grades. I mean, you know, things like you know twenty four meters at four grams from surface. You know, um, all sorts of intersections. 
36 metres at 2 grams, 23 at 1, 12 at 4. I mean, they're just superb intersections and close to surf. So I think it speaks for itself, you know. You know you're going to get a decent resource out of this. Now, uh, you mentioned the over at uh, Leonora, uh, Homeward Bound. So what's the story there? That's uh, the earlier stage. Homeward Bound is, um, there's a shear zone called the Federation Shear. It's much closer to Leonora, so they'd be interested from the players around Leonora. We've done um, several thousand metres and we've got a, a zone about 500 metres long and uh, some decent intersections, including 20 metres at 3 grams, 31 metres at 1 gram, 25 at 1.3. Um, so what we're doing there, there's a short program of about 1,800 metres, and that will test the near surface extent of the mineralisation. Um, and that, that's that's actually shaping up quite well because we see the Federation shear, but we also see some nice altered porphyries carrying gold. Um, so that 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 um, program will start within a week. So I'd, I'd be interested in that one. And it's because it's not uh, right near Laverton, it'll probably um, be it'll be interest from the Leonora players who have been in, in the news recently. A few there with very hungry treatment plants too, acquiring some uh, nice grade open cup type ore. Okay. Um, so just if you take a look at Lady Julie and uh, the Homeward Bound program, so you're ex- <clears throat> you'll pretty much have a steady flow of uh, assay results in the coming, well, not weeks, I suppose, months. Yes, there's no question. Um, there'll be several, several um, announcements on the results. And, um, you know, we're, we're doing our, our, own, our own internal studies, um, a bit more metallurgical work. We're also doing our structural studies from our core. We've done a bit of core drilling, um, and that'll help us in the understanding of the well, the, the structures themselves, which will help us in any deeper drilling. Um, we, we have our ideas right now, but, you know, we just like to um, confirm it and um, help us in the, in the, and guide us in the deeper, deep, deeper drilling. Um, and that's really the aim, is to be able to have that deeper drilling happening while we're talking to these prospective groups. Right, okay, keep adding to the value story. Okay. Now, one that interests me, uh, given the, the company's geophysical bent, is this uh, Julemire-type play that you've been working up. What's the story there? Okay, the Julemire play is, is, is really a, a Julemire lookalike. There's about there's four tenements there, and they've all been picked up from geophysics interpretation of the aeromagnetics. Um, my view is slightly different from everyone else's, and... And there's a number of intrusions here. Some of them are two kilometres in extent, um, never been drilled. Uh, some of the um, characteristics look quite similar to the Julemar complex, which is about 25 kilometres in length. Our Benja Bering uh, project has the same overall shape. And again, no, no drilling being done. So I think these areas have got strong nickel uh, palladium potential. Um, we've got one of them being granted an access approved um, so we're ready to commission a, a rab, rab or air core rig so we can at least look at these intrusions and see what's causing them and hopefully uh, we have some nickel and palladium association so even though they're early stage the um, they look quite interesting in terms of the geophysics and um, over the next month or two we'll be t- looking at at least the training one to start with and we can get access from the farmers on the other ones. We'll be testing some of the other ones as well.
Okay, something else to watch out for there. Okay, George, it would be great if we could just bring it uh, all together now for investors and give them a feel for what they should be uh, looking out for in coming months, both with, uh, as I said earlier, both with the drill bit and the strategic review. Look, I think the uh, the drill bit speaks for itself. I mean, that's, that's helped us to this market cap. We've, we've been finding new, brand new deposits starting from surface. Currently, we've got um, Lady Julie, um, Hawks Nest 9 and Homeward Bound. Those three three projects are still growing, and we'll we'll try to outline this near surface extent, and also put some deeper holes down to see what sort of depth extent we have. So, over the next few months, there'll be quite a few results coming from those. Um, at the same time, we've commissioned Jeffries, and Jeffries will be talking to the neighbours plus other interested parties. Um, we expect to have our data, data sets available in the near future, so those companies can review. And, of course, those companies will form their own opinions on the data. Um, it doesn't really matter what we publish. But given that our materials start from service and the grade and thicknesses are excellent, um, we're, we've been in the top um, intersections in Australia in several of our last releases. So I think um, that just gives you a bit of a yardstick. These are pretty good intersections, and and, um, and I think our neighbours will, will notice it as well. Um, so that's probably the main thing going on. Um, uh, we will be doing a bit of work on the nickel-palladium plays, and obviously there's other things going on which we can't really tell you, um, but at the same time, um, most most of the information has been released and we're, we're just working working away and trying to enhance what we have already. All right, George, fascinating stuff. Um, watching the drill bit there at the strong news flow coming uh, both at the... Uh, Laverton projects and a bit of a real blue sky at the Julemar type play and obviously with the strategic review bubbling away in the background so it'd be fascinating to watch so with that George thanks for your time today best of luck with it all we'll be watching with interest yeah thanks Barry thanks for the time good on you mate thank you cheers